From my office window, I see my husband on the driveway below. It's the dead of winter, and he's wearing nothing but a white terry cloth bathrobe, his feet stuffed into galoshes. A gust of wind lifts the hem of the bathrobe, exposing his pale legs as he stands on a sheet of snow-covered ice. His hair is more salt than pepper. His breath makes vaporous clouds in the cold. Walls of snow are packed against the sides of the driveway. White fields spread out to the woods in the distance. The sky is chalk. A rifle rests easily on his shoulder, pointed at the northernmost corner of our roof. So, he bought the gun. I take a long sip of coffee. Our two dogs are sleeping on the rug next to my desk chair. The old demented one is snoring. There's nothing I can do but watch as M squeezes the trigger. Bam. I start and the dogs leap up. The windows rattle. The whole house shakes. The woodpecker had arrived the previous fall. Once he chose our house, he seemed quite content, settled in, as if he had every intention of staying a while. At first, I had no idea where the noise was coming from. Rat-tat-tat. From my study, it sounded like a loose shutter banging, though we had no shutters. It was almost a city sound, like a faraway jackhammer, out of place in the quiet of the country. Rat-tat-tat-tat-tat. Of course, it seemed possible, too, that the infernal banging was entirely in my mind. My head, wrote Virginia Woolf, is a hive of words that won't settle. I couldn't hold a thought. It was as if an internal axis had been jarred and tilted downward. Words and images slipped through a chute into a dim, murky pool from which I could not retrieve them. Finally, I spotted the woodpecker from my son's bathroom window. Perched on a drain pipe just below the wood-shingled roof, he was a small brown bird with a tiny head and a pointy beak that moved back and forth with astonishing speed as he hammered away at what was an already sizable hole in the side of the house. Rat-tat-tat.